Perception, Perception is, is reality. Reality. Gentlemen, to this 105th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbury, and it's wonderful to be with you. It feels like almost forever since the last time I was actually recording. It's been just about a week. We had one day off, so I apologize for that. I hope everybody had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend, even with COVID-19 and the new restrictions, the new world that's in place right now. Hopefully, we'll be back to normal soon. You are listening to the 105th episode of Perception is Reality. I want to thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. This evening, we're going to be talking with a friend of mine and somebody that most of you are probably at least peripherally familiar with. You're definitely familiar with her husband. Uh, We'll get to that in just a second. I'm going to ask that you all do me a favor and share the show with everyone you know. We can be found on all major podcast hosting sites, as well as the home link of perception.fireside.fm. Probably the easiest way to find us is by Googling Bilbrey Podcast. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y Podcast. Also, head on over to Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilberry 318 there the conversation never ends also we are adding a new marketing director to the team here at perception is reality benito mussolini she will be joining myself and producers kate and niles and so it'll be interesting to see what she will bring to the table and what direction her presence will take us in as we advance forward. All right, so let's get right into it. Tonight we are joined via phone by none other than Mrs. Darla Barber, the wife of Audie Barber, who is currently running for county commissioner in Delaware County District 1. That uh, election, of course, for the primary will take place on Tuesday, June 2nd. But... As a lot of you probably are familiar, there has been a letter that's went around recently. And, of course, we're at that point in this election where all of the sneaky, snaky stuff starts to kind of come out and people start to get uh, the meanest and there's a bunch of nonsense and fake news and just other crap (coughs) that occurs... And normally, it's, it's my belief that you don't try and give credence to the nonsense 
uh, to the noise specifically if it's wrong uh, and if it's just a flat-out lie. But given the nature of this trash, I guess you would call it, given the nature of what they're alleging, um, it was something that, that Darla and I had kind of just in brief passing talked about that she wanted to maybe clear the air a little bit. And so without getting into the whole nonsense of, of the letter, either you know about the letter because you've watched the live feed or you received one or you've heard someone else talk about it. <clears throat> if you don't know about it, just real quick briefly, a letter went out to uh, a good number of voters in Delaware County, and the letter is slanderous. It is libel. It is stating a bunch of shit that did not really happen or that is not true. And it's pretty easy to tell who is behind this. I mean, they are really of lower brain quality, so it's not like these people were master criminals pulling off some kind of crime. Of course, it's easy to tell who was behind this, and, you know, uh, turnabout's fair play, I guess, is all I'll say there, but... Uh, because of some of the allegations that were in that email, or excuse me, in the letter, we wanted to talk with uh, Darla and let people hear a side of Audi that maybe they don't normally get. <coughs> excuse me, I've <clears throat> got something going on here. But I'll say this uh, before we, we bring Darla on. I met both Audi and Darla just over a year ago, uh, and it, you know, I, I had some people say, "Well, you guys have been friends forever," and and that's not true. I I've not known either Audie or Darla before last year's election cycle. I knew of the name uh, Audie Barber. I, I I knew his father. I knew his. Um, brother who's the marshal up in, in Gaston, but I did not have personal knowledge of Audie. And it's actually Darla Barber who convinced me to interview not only Audie, but everybody else that was on the ballot in 2019 because of her persistence in getting that interview. So I became friends with both uh, Darla and Audie, and it was a slow kind of a process and build up. They're both wonderful people. Most people know Audie as kind of being the, and what would you say, darling, rough around the edges, kind of, uh, <laughs> I've heard people say loud mouth or whatnot. Yeah, loud mouth, loud mouth, I think is, is what I hear a lot. <laughs> because here's what's happening. I want to make sure people are aware. He's going to council meetings. He's going to commissioners meetings. He's going to board of works meetings. And he's telling these people what they're doing wrong, not because he's some law scholar, not because he's he's the brightest, most intelligent politician in the world, but because it's really rather common sense. Being an elected official does not require a doctor degree, does not require a law degree, it does not require any massive amount of brain power from you. It requires that you listen, 
it requires that you be able to read and research and do a little bit of homework. And one thing that I can say is that Audi is capable of doing all of those. The next thing and the most important thing I think I'll add in is he is extremely honest, sometimes to a fault. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he he will talk with you. Uh, so whether you want him to talk to you or not, <laughs> by God, <laughs> he, he will talk to you. And, and, and that's that persistence is what is needed. So, uh, you know, Audie is a good person, in my opinion, to, to be in a position such as a council or commissioner because that those positions are uh, positions that are, in my opinion, representative of the people. And that's one thing that he will always do is he will always talk with the people. But everybody sees Audie or sees myself going to these meetings and and kind of getting with these officials or showing our ass a little bit. But we're doing it for a reason. And if you're intelligent enough to get past maybe the drama in the second, you realize that it serves a purpose. But Audi is not just, you know, some, you know, blowhard that goes home and has his shirt unbuttoned half down and smoking and drinking. Matter of fact, neither you or Audi drink, correct? We don't. All right. Neither we one of you guys are not in the party scene. Nope. All right. You guys aren't sitting around doing drugs or whatnot. You know, you guys live a pretty clean life, actually. We do. We do. So... Let's just do it this way. Why don't you t t tell us this way? T give us a little bit of the background. Let people are intrigued by Audi, so give us a little bit of crack this nut, if you will. Uh, uh, give us a little bit of his uh, background or the psychology into Audi. Uh, give us a little bit about your history. Okay. Well. Um I met Audie in uh, October of 2009. I was standing in line at Kings Island with my daughter, and he and his daughter was in line behind us. And we just started talking and hanging out, and we ended up spending the um, rest of the evening at Kings Island, <laughs> enjoying the night. And after that, we um, connected on Facebook and started talking and um, we started dating and we dated for about a year and a half and I, and now this was a long distance relationship. It was a long distance relationship. Yes. Um, and long distance relationships are tough. I mean, they can be hard, but, um, for a year and a half, we alternated weekends. I would come here to visit him or he would come down there to visit me. And he had always said he would never get married again. And I was fine with that, but I was not gonna pack up and leave my entire life just to live with somebody. You right. know, I needed a more solid commitment than that. So And, and real quick, I don't know of, if you I don't know if you mentioned where where was home for you at the time? Oh, I I lived in um, Pendleton County, Kentucky, okay. which is it's in northern Kentucky. It takes um, right at 3 hours to get there from here. Okay. So um 
Adi just surprised me one weekend. He drove down and proposed. And that's <laughs> when I came to Muncie. Okay. Um, prior to, to meeting Adi, I had never even heard of Muncie, Indiana. Right. I, I was clueless. So <laughs> um, that's how we met. And that's how I came to to be in Muncie. Okay. And so you... You meet Audie, you, you fall in love with him, because uh, honestly, and I know that a lot of people are going to find this just hard to believe, uh, if you spend any time with him, you, you, you don't, but if, if Audie's not trying to make sure that you're using the right uh, laws and you're, you're allowed to sit on the council or you're doing the bids properly, Audie can be a rather charming individual. Uh, oh, he's He's very charming. Um, he's very... Uh, you know, kind of smooth, I guess that you would say. I mean, there there were a few things that impressed me, of course. Um, he was excellent to my daughter. Absolutely. Um, my daughter was 13 years old at the time that I met Audie. And, um, you know, she was a rebellious teenager. And he just had a way with her to, you know, he'd just sit down and talk to her and explain things to her. And, he was just really good with her. He wasn't uh, the evil stepfather, wasn't throwing things, oh, wasn't absolutely crazy. Not. Absolutely right. not. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, he could get through to her probably better than I could. Not that she sure. was horrible, but, right. you know, typical 13-year-old girl. Well, and it's hard for mother-daughter sometimes. That that happens. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, he was really good to me. Um, I mean, I did. I, I fell in love with him. I fell hard. Uh -huh. um, of course, you know when you—he didn't push you down. When, I mean, you fell on your own accord, right? Yes. <laughs> <That's correct. laughs> okay. Um, so, so, I mean, without fail, for that year and a half that we dated, he he would drive. To, you know, after working all day, he would drive down to to come see me for the weekend. Um, I mean, he was just. Very good to me. Absolutely. Very good to my daughter, which is important. Sure. Um, and so... I lived in Kentucky. Um, I ran a toy drive in our town. I was very involved in, in my community. Um, I've always been the type that just gives back, gives to the community, um, cares about people. And Audie was the same way. And it was important to me to find somebody that had that generous nature yeah. about them. Right. Um, so we kind of meshed in that. So, I mean, it was hard leaving my community, but my family was very supportive and encouraged me to come here. So sure. here I am. And, and so for the record, you, you packed up and you came up here and you don't have anybody up here. You're not, you don't have friends or family at the time, meaning when you came up here, you were coming no. up here brand new with nobody in sight. It was, you know, you were Audi. So it either had to work or if it didn't work or there was a problem, you would probably just pack up and go back home to Kentucky. It's not like you could have got a divorce and moved down, you know, on Walnut Street. If, if this didn't work out, you were going home to Kentucky. Absolutely. Both of my parents are still living. Um, right. I have good parents. I... You know, my brother is there. I I still own free and clear. I still own a house in Kentucky. Yeah. I, it it wouldn't be hard for me to go home. Sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. I'm home now, but you know what I mean. It wouldn't. 
it wouldn't be hard for me to go back and right and start where I left off. Absolutely. So you're up here, and you and you and Audie get get married, and you're doing your thing, and um, not too long into you being up here, um, you start hearing things. You start hearing yes. people talking and, and kind of scuttlebutt. And, and so talk about that a little bit, if you would. Well, um, when I moved here, I went into the family business with his family. His father owned various restaurants, and I started waitressing at the restaurants. And people around here, you know, had never seen me before. And so the common question was, what brought you to Muncie? Right. Well, I, <clears throat> I'm married to Audie Barber. And that was sometimes followed by a weird look. And then people <laughs> would say, oh, well, he's violent. Or he's mean. Or I can't believe you're with him. And, and those sort of things. And it caught me off guard. <laughs> because <laughs> this certainly wasn't the man that I knew and right. lived with. Right. But, yeah, I, I heard things like that. And and so early on in the relationship, I mean, of course, you guys had been dating long distance for a year, a year and a, year and a half, and then you'd come up here and been up here for a period of time. You're, you're doing this, and you're hearing this, and, you know, everybody knows what it's like to be in love at first, and, uh, you know, you're in that everything is special phase and nothing gets in you know the way and nothing can be wrong that your your partner does and and everything's wonderful eventually <laughs> that kind of fades away and and reality kind of sets in was there a time that you kind of was concerned that well I'm not seeing this from him but maybe maybe he's just been putting on a show. I mean, or or did you just straight off thought, nah, this is this is bullshit? Well, I, I had many conversations with my mom, my aunt, who is is was my best friend. Um, I would talk to them and I would say, well, you know, people are are saying things about Audie like he's not a nice guy, and you know, he's mean and he has a reputation and. My mom and my aunt both, who who spent considerable amount of time with Audie, they knew him well. They both said, "You can't judge, you know, him on rumors and gossip. Um, you live with him. I mean, wouldn't you know?" <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know that was always followed by, "If he ever acts like that in any way, you know, you let us know. You come home. You sure, we'll always find a way to come and get you." But um. No, my family told me you you don't judge people on rumors and and gossip and yeah, and you and didn't feel like you were trapped here either. I mean, like they said, you had not. a way home. No. If he would have been some you know crazed lunatic or something, you know, you you, you had a a way out. Oh yeah, I I had a car. Um, still have a car. I had a job, my own money. Um, I mean, I would go back to Kentucky and visit at least once a month. Sure. Um, and, and he's always been supportive of that. It's important to him that I keep ties with my family. And Absolutely. Um, my daughter has started her own family in Kentucky. So absolutely. I mean, I, I go to Kentucky often. I always have. 
if if I ever felt in danger, it just wouldn't have come back. Sure, sure. And and, and that is that is something I've noticed that, and you and I joke about this a lot with Audie. Um, Family is very important to Audie. Uh, Audie's probably the only person that I know that knows every cousin that he has ever had alive. Uh, he yes. can name them. He can tell you where they came and from, a lot of who they are. Don't see the softer side of Audie, but you know his mother when she was um, ill and dying, he helped her move to Indiana. She was living in Florida. Yeah. Um, she was a double amputee. She had no legs at all. Wow, I, I didn't know that. Needed somebody to take care of her, and it was Audie that took care of her. And, um, and I, I don't want to get too too crazily personal without Audie here and without right. okaying this, but this was his his mother that he, he hadn't always had a relationship with. So this Correct. is someone that he later in life developed a relationship with, and when a lot of people might have been like, meh, you know, pff, you, you figure it out, he figured out a way to, to take care of her. Yes. Yes. And um, you guys did Audie that together? Audie considers himself to have two moms. Yeah. Um, his stepmom who raised him, and then his biological mother. But yeah, I mean, without hesitation, Audie brought his mother up here. He helped remodel a house for her to live in, which was very close to our home, and um, he took care of her. Right. Um. I mean, that's just, you know, he family is very important. He, yeah. He forgives easily. Um, you know, a lot of people would have looked at that like, well, I'm not responsible for that. Yeah. But he, he was glad to do it. And Absolutely. So you, you've mentioned it a couple of times about Audie's softer side. And, and look, I, I don't think that this is necessarily going to sway whole massive groups of, of voters from this. This is something that... Uh, as a friend to Audie and seeing that just absolutely, listen, if, if you want to say that Audie is not right for the job because he just doesn't understand this or that, or, or, or I, even if you want to be mean and say he's dumb or this, say what you want to say, politic, but, but the level of depravity that I saw in the, in that letter that went around uh, is complete, complete in, in today's world. Um, where accusations of that such can can ruin a life for for a very long time. Um, there's just no call call for it. There was no uh, reason, you know. That's it's not politics. It's absolute uh, just dirt and and trash and the lowest of the low. Um, it's not. It's just not. That has no place in politics. And I thought. You know, I would. I owed it to Audie and owed it to you, for for people to be able to get a sense of his softer side, and that's the reason we're doing this. It, a thousand people might listen to this. Ten thousand people might listen to it. Sixty thousand people might listen to it, or or maybe five people might. But I thought I I felt like it was important to give you a chance to set your record straight and his record straight from your eyes because you're somebody that you've been around you've been to the council meetings you're very supportive of Audie you get on my wall and comment you get on his wall and comment and and you're pretty vocal you're an intelligent woman and and you've been involved you know <clears throat> as a good supportive wife and. Uh, so you kind of know the comings and the goings and, and, and who's 
kind of behind the scenes and, and who's pulling the strings here as well. You're, you're part of this with us. So let me ask you to kind of delve into his softer side. Maybe give us a little bit of background, you know, or a little bit of understanding of Audi that a lot of people might not see that you and I see just sitting and talking to him on a Tuesday evening. You know what I mean? Um, right. Talk about Audi a little bit in in the sense of a of a husband or or you know your partner. Audi is actually sensitive. Um, he's a great husband. I mean, Audi has always encouraged me to follow my dreams, my career path. Um, he's he's a great husband, and for people to say such horrible, hateful things like that. I mean, I've been married to him for eight years. <laughs> Never once has the police been called to our home. Never once have I had to flee. I mean, nothing has happened. Right. So, right. But no, Audie, um, I mean, we have fun. I, I think we have a great marriage. Yeah. Um, we're always together. I mean, we, most of our hobbies and stuff we do together we have sure. the same interests um you guys have season passes to king's island we do we you, have you, season you go passes to king's island to king's that's island. like your place kind of yeah that's our that's so, our special place because yeah. that's where we met so right. we go there several times a year um we visit my family in kentucky a lot <clears throat> um my grandchildren i mean he's their papa sure um, my family loves him. Absolutely, I mean, he, he I, is. He's Audie Audi is Audie is to 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 me looking looking out and and from from the guy point of view, Audie's Audie's had a uh he's got a good job. He works hard. He's a hard worker. He 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 works hard. He plays hard. Uh, he's got a he's got a good sense of humor. Um, you know he's 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 somebody that. You would, when he was little, probably have said is a hundred and ten percent boy. Uh, you know, he don't mind to get dirty. Doesn't mind to, you know, um, doesn't mind to to get a little loud. He, you know, he he cusses. He smokes. Very very driven. Yes, yes. If he if he has a goal, mm -hmm. he's gonna reach that goal. Right. He doesn't give up. Um. He is. He's. He's very, very driven. He's a hard worker. Um. That that impresses me about him right. a lot. Absolutely. Um, yeah. He's. He is. I mean, he's just a. He's a great father. He's a great husband. And he's. He's not this evil monster like some <laughs> people try to portray yeah. I mean I wouldn't tolerate that sure that is not something I that I have to tolerate well I, you're I not yeah you're you're not a uh, you're not a meek and mild woman yourself I mean you're not I'm like not. a uh, a um I don't know like you know just a servant there you, you you are opinionated and and I've heard you two kind of spat or go back and forth at it and, and you give sure. it just as good as he get as, as good as he does sure. we and, have disagreements <laughs> I think most people in marriage have disagreements sure. Um, sure we do absolutely 
But but, but um, you know, we we're able to sit and talk about it and say what we've got to say and the hug and kiss good night. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah you 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 move you move forward and and like you said, you you work you you have a have a uh, career that that will always be there in some form or another. So it's not like you know. You uh, again, you're not trapped. You you have a home down in Kentucky that you could go to. Um, d- talk about maybe a little bit why people think what they think about Audie. Uh, it's things that you and I've d- talked about. Like Audie's very driven. You said that, and once he yeah. once he gets something in his mind, he it's there, and he's gonna do it. And and uh, you know, sometimes that tenacity can be a little much for people. I get accused of it as well, um, along with that, and maybe something a little bit different than myself. Audie um, hates injustice. Yes. He yes. does not like injustice at yep. all. Um, and, I mean, that's in our personal life as well. Um, sure. You know, I remember one time my daughter got in trouble at school for something she totally didn't do, and... He fought just as hard with that to get his point across. He's he's loud. Yeah. He is very loud. Um, he he doesn't back down sure. whatsoever. Um, yeah, I, I can I can see where people would think that he's not even violent, but. I can see where people would think, "Oh, well, he's mean." Right, or, right. Or whatever. Intimidating, um, or yeah, intimidating. And I, I but um, you know, and, and it's like you and I laughed one time. He can go to these council meetings and he can be heated and get his point across. And when the meeting is over, he's outside shaking their hands, laughing and, and smoking, and, and yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Abs- you know, absolutely. He doesn't hold grudges. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. It's just mind-boggling. This letter really irritated me, and I thought, well, what better person, you know, than his wife? I mean, I live with him. Well, and then, of course, there's going to be the people who are going to say, well, he's sitting right there with his hand around her throat as she's saying this, you know, <laughs> because what better person than to lie for him, too, of course, you know, but uh, I can say from my point of view, I, I will uh, validate everything that uh, Darla is saying. Uh, you know, I've never, never once seen uh, anything out of control. I've never, I I don't think since I've seen him that he's drank a beer. He's not, like I said, he's not a drinker. He doesn't. You guys aren't, doesn't. you guys aren't dopers. You're not pot smokers. He's, he's random drug tested and he's making good, good money. So, you know, like he said, he's not going to screw around and, uh, you know, blow that for, you know, uh, you know, an hour afternoon of a good time smoking a pot, you know, a joint or, 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 right. you know, doing something a little crazy there. So you guys and live you know, a pretty clean people life. Who's going to talk and say things. I, I've actually had people make snide remarks that I'm with Audie because of his money. Sure. Well, first of all, when I met Audie, like I said, we were in the restaurant business, right? He didn't make a lot of money. Um, We've built this life together. Yes. Very much so. I 
I have my own salon. Yep. Um, I have an income. I have my own career. We we've done this together. It's not like I just walked into <laughs> to this cushy life. Right. <laughs> you know, Audie studied very hard to to pass these tests to get where he's at. And, sure. Um, I was right there beside him helping him. Yeah, and, and he works hard. I mean, I, I talk to him through the day, and 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 he works he works hard. And and I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, Audie's the kind of person that um, I don't care what it what it is, what it was, what I ask of him. Uh, if I called him and said, "Hey, I need you," uh, you guys would be right there. Uh, you know, I have a feeling if I called and said, Audie, I'm in, I'm in Michigan and I'm, I'm out of luck. Uh, my, my cars broke down. His ass would be on his way to pick me up. Absolutely. I, in he, fact, um, so my daughter was in college. She went to college at Northern Kentucky University um, her freshman year. And back then we didn't have PayPal or any way to instantly send her money. Right. And the students had like these flex cards, which, which their money was loaded onto, so they could, you know, just swipe it to get something to eat or drink or whatever they needed. And my daughter called one night and she said, "I'm out of flex. I don't have any money. My card's not going to be loaded until tomorrow, and I'm hungry." And my husband immediately grabbed his car keys and he drove three hours to take her ten dollars, <laughs> and then three hours back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he and he would do that for a lot of people. Right. I mean, he would do anything for anybody. Yeah. You know, he's he's really he's really a good person. He, he really is. He really is. Oh, you and I've talked. Um, uh, of course, neither one of us are doctors, and this is completely undiagnosed. But I, I think that uh, Audie may be a little uh, hyperactive. Uh, Attention deficit, maybe uh, he he sometimes oh, yeah. he, he he can be driven, but he also uh, tends to be working on many things at once, and it's kind of uh you know the if you could bottle his um, his energy, it would it would sell for more than than cocaine probably does uh, because yes. he is a hundred percent about that because <laughs> yeah. I, I do tell people that since I've lived in indiana i'm just tired (laughs) (laughs) i'm just tired that is a good way to describe being around or being friends with audie because (laughs) yeah it's hilarious yeah i stay pretty tired he he is he's got a lot of energy and he's involved in a lot of things Um, yeah work i mean he takes his work very seriously yeah um yeah he's Really, a good person. Do you do you see any reason? And again, this is a bi- completely biased answer, and this whole thing is biased. So everyone out there, take it for what it is. But do you see any reason that Audie would not be able to successfully complete a tour or, or term uh, or multiple terms as commissioner of Delaware County? Absolutely not. He. He is highly intelligent. Um, like I said, he's one of the most driven men that I know. He would give the job 110%. Yeah. Um, he would make sure that he was researching everything and, and doing a good job. Um, 
there's there's no reason at all why he wouldn't be able to do it. Right. I think he would be great at it. Sure, uh, absolutely. I you know uh, here here's everyone wants to talk about what the biggest problems are facing Delaware County or facing any county facing facing the city facing the county facing a town whether you're talking about the auditor or you're talking about the sheriff or you're talking about city council or commissioner or governor or president all of the problems in all of those offices in all of those communities start with communication transparency accountability but more important than all of that respect respect for the office that you're sitting in and respect for the rules and the laws and respect for the citizens that you represent and we have a lot of people and i'm not just going to say in muncie or delaware county i'm going to say all over east central indiana that are in these positions that do not give a damn about communicating, that do not give a damn about transparency, that will not be held accountable for anything. You will not hold them accountable because they will stop you. And moreover, they don't respect the office they have. They don't respect the rules, the laws, the the you know the normal moral ways to do things. And and most importantly, and most egregious, they don't respect you, the citizen. Audi, in my opinion, has a high amount of respect for the seat of the of of whatever political official position it is. He's got respect for the office of mayor. He has respect for the commissioner's office. That doesn't necessarily he he means he respects the person in the seat because of the actions they they might be doing or the decisions that they might make and it's not like he is a hundred percent for or against he will praise when praise is deserved and he will call somebody out when that's deserved but he definitely will do this and and you tell me if if my analysis of the situation is right audi will be available for people to contact him do you believe that absolutely he is now Yes. <laughs> he, he, he is now. Audie's on he the phone. Puts his phone number out, and, you know, he's on the phone a lot. Uh, almost almost to the point, and you and I have talked about this, because I, I deal with the same thing, people calling, and sometimes it's like, okay, I just want to spend some time, you know, not dealing with this. I'm almost to the to, almost to a fault. Audie spends a lot of time on the phones. He, you're there. He spends a lot of time, and people, I don't know if they want to believe this or don't believe this. They're jealous because they're not. Audie spends a lot of time communicating with current elected officials both on the city and county levels in Muncie and Delaware County from both parties. Is that correct? That is correct. In fact, they frequently call him. <laughs> There's the kicker. They well, yeah, so why yeah. would they why would they call this inbred hillbilly? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know why they would call him. So and and what they do? And they call him and they talk to him for they talk to him for long periods of time. They do. And they do. okay, so there. And, and have you ever been in a situation where somebody calls Audi for the first time that Audi doesn't have a clue who they are, 
It's just some citizen from Delaware County that calls Audi with an issue or a problem that they have with an elected official or that they want to take before an elected official. Has that ever happened? That has happened several times as well. Okay. And uh, what happens and when that happens? The time and he, he talks to them. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, I agree that that happens obviously because of the podcast that happens with me quite frequently. And, and I know again, uh, it's, it makes you feel good. It's, it's a good feeling. I enjoy doing that because I know that people are listening to the message and I like that people are getting involved. There are times and, and I'm not saying anything that I don't think people don't realize, but when I'm spending all day, every day getting barraged with information, there are times when I'm like, oh, just not tonight, but they still come in. You still take care of it. And I've never, ever seen Audi like, oh, I'm, I'm going to deal with it tomorrow. When somebody no. calls him, he gives them the time of day right then and right there. Right. And and um, it doesn't bother me. It's his wife, you know. Sure. Um, like I said, Audi has always supported my dreams, my mm-hmm. goals. I 100% support him in this. Absolutely. Um, it does not bother me at all i mean this is something that he's very passionate about and i'm proud of him sure and it it doesn't it doesn't interfere with our marriage at all absolutely um transparency wise you know why he makes it (laughs) say, say again I said he's transparent. <laughs> Almost again to a fault. Uh, he will tell you what he's thinking. I don't know that I've ever. I, I mean, I don't know that I've ever met another adult human being that is as honest as as Audie is. Good, bad, right, wrong, or indifferent. Audie's going to tell you what he's thinking. He's going to tell you why he's thinking it. He's going to tell you what he used to get to that train of thought. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to talk about it. And you might not like it. Uh, there's times where Audie and I talk yeah. and we disagree. I mean, he's not the type of man who's going to tell you what you want to hear. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, sometimes he does if, if he agrees. If he, yeah, right. But, you know, if somebody calls him and and they're not understanding why this is happening the way it is or whatnot, I mean, he's going to take the time to explain this is why I feel this way, and this is why, you know, it's being done this way. Sure. And, um, yeah, I mean, he doesn't sugarcoat things and just tell people what they want to hear. Right. Let me ask you this. With accountability, if, if Audie is wrong, if Audie takes a stance and says, I believe A over B and it's later proven that B was the correct method to use. What happens in that situation? Does Audie sulk away? Does he does he hide himself, or does he admit when he's wrong? He admits when he's wrong. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's been a few times where he's like, "Well, I'm I'm sorry. I get what you're saying now. You know, sure. In any aspect of life. And yeah, it, he, he um. He's willing to admit when he's wrong, and that goes along. 
Sure. And that, that goes along, in my opinion, with learning from mistakes and growing as a person and becoming a better person. Listen, I, Darla and I, neither one are saying that Audie has been an angel his whole life. Audie's been pulled over for driving fast. He's had fast cars. He's liked fast cars. He's been a guy. He's raced with people down Madison and been pulled over for speed contest. Um, Audie's ability to tell you the truth and exactly the truth and what he thinks and, and be opinionated and be willing to stand up for himself has led himself to, like a lot of guys have been in, a couple skirmishes uh, here and there. He's been in a couple fights, um, you know, and that's the big thing that everybody's trying to point to and saying he's some kind of crazed maniac. Uh, if you look, all of those issues... Uh, have either been dismissed or resolved. Audie is not a convicted felon. He's not a convicted felon or pled guilty felon that, that's reduced to a misdemeanor. Uh, Audie is uh, permitted by the federal government in the state of Indiana to carry a handgun. He has a handgun license, of which he's went through the process now twice. <laughs> he's not con been convicted of domestic battery. He, again, he has a handgun uh, and a handgun permit, and he is a law abiding citizen who may have uh, kind of been a hellion when he was growing up but uh, has bettered himself and you know is able to grow into the into a, a, the right direction uh, and that's important you know, we we all have passed sure we all have made past mistakes sure and and that's one thing when Adi and I got married that I mean, he's he's told me some of his past mistakes. I have a past as well. I haven't been in any legal trouble or anything, but, you know, I was married before. And sure. We both have histories. I don't care about Audie's past. Right, right. I, I, all I care about is his future. Say so that, keep going back to something that happened 20 years ago. <laughs> I mean, really, how is that even relevant to today? Yeah, right. And is it safe to say, you said you, you care about Audie's future. Is it safe to say that Audie cares about the future of the community that you guys live in and that Audie cares about uh, the citizens Absolutely. that live here? I mean, like I said, I'm from Kentucky, and we discussed that too. I mean, he had every option and opportunity to move down there to be with me, and he loves Muncie. Yeah. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave his, his community and his town and Absolutely. He he loves Muncie, so you know, um I came here. Right, right, right. That's this is where we chose to to build our life, which he had always lived in this county, but you know, we had other options, but this is what we both chose. Home. This is home. Yeah, very good. Well, Darla, we're just about out of time here. Is there anything that we haven't said that you would like to express to the citizens or to those that are listening to this? People just need to realize that these politicians and stuff, I mean, they have families. Yep. They have people who love them. Um, your perception of what <laughs> you see when people's at these meetings yeah. isn't always the full reality of how they are. Absolutely. Um, there's more to Audi than just arguing and <laughs> trying to get his point across. And right. I mean, my goodness, do they think he... It's like that all the time, you know. There's yeah, it's there's it's much crazy. More there there is off. there. He's like an onion. There's many layers to unpeel, and and I think there, that he would absolutely be a great asset for Delaware County. He would be, and you know, the smear campaigns are nothing new. Yeah, 
they happen a lot. Just try not to feed into that. Yeah, that's 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 the bottom line. I think is it actually bothers me more than it does him. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Here's the deal. You're either going to like Audi or you're not going to like Audi, and you're going to either vote for Audi or you're not going to vote for Audi. The truth is the truth, and the bullshit is bullshit. Audi's not a violent person. He's not a crazy person. He's not a psychopath. He's somebody that cares about the rules and doing things the right way, and he cares about the common sense approach to the government, and that's what we need, and that's what he can provide, and that's simply that. Darla Barber, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for appearing on the show with me for this episode. I thank you for coming on and setting the record straight. Well, thank you for letting me be on. It was absolutely my pleasure, and you and Audie are both welcome here anytime you would want to appear on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Darla Barber. You're listening to episode 105 of Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey, and we'll be right back after this quick break. Perception, perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, that's going to do it for episode 105 of Perception is Reality. Remember to share the show with everyone you know. We can be found on all major podcast hosting sites and especially at the home link, perception.fireside.fm. Don't forget to search Bilbrey Podcast. Thanks to Darla Barber for setting the record straight. I'm going to ask all of you to vote for Audie Barber in Delaware County. Remember to stay active, stay involved, and most importantly, stay safe. God bless. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye! You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey Email khbilbrey at gmail.com Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.